Welcome to the Black Psychologist Podcast, where we have conversations and give insight into human behavior and promote mental health wellness. I'm Dr. Kyle Osborne, and with my co-host, Dr. Jason Coleman, we'll discuss health topics, everyday life issues, and try to give you a better understanding of yourself, other people, and the world around you. So just sit back, relax, and hopefully you'll leave with some information that'll have you living your best healthy life. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. And welcome to the Black Psychologist Podcast, the Let's Get Some Perspective edition presented by the Black Psychologist Network, where we react and analyze to viral videos making their way across the news cycle. I am one half of your humble and gracious host, Dr. Kyle Osborne. He is I and I am him. And of course, you all know I'm not flying this aircraft by myself. This man of many disciplines, many skills, many talents, my friend, my brother, my brethren, the one and only Dr. Jason Coleman. What is going on, good brother? Good, man. What's the word? What's up with you? Nothing, man. You know, I'm trying to get the self-care in. You know, my culture is two and one. So, you know, let that be known. We out here making some noise. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, my boys is out here giving it up. You know how it go. We carry on. Got a big game in San Francisco coming up soon. Oof. Oof. Carry Oof. on. Carry on. All right. We go. We just go keep that moving. All right. <laughs> Once again, again, everybody, we appreciate everybody locking in with us uh, wherever you find your podcast and also watching us on YouTube. Watch us. View us, rate us, give us five stars. Anything less than five stars is uncivilized. All right, first up, Jay, what we got uh, is a travesty involving a young child. Like you know, it's always it's always tough when we do the stories um, about the young children being uh, mistreated. Um, but the video we're getting ready to break down and watch is uh, um, it, it's about a young black gymnast that was overlooked at a medal ceremony. Um, when everyone else was receiving um, medals for their participation and for their uh, routine that they just did, she was overlooked. All right, so let's uh, check this out here. All right, so we saw uh, the lady or the judge or whatever she's, uh, however she addresses herself, and you see her go up to the young lady, to the young, um, to the young black gymnast, and it looks like she says something to her and then keeps it moving, right, and then puts the medal on the other person. Um, and so again, this was caught on video and also there was like the, the coach, I believe was up there. There was a photographer, um, and nobody did anything, right? This just kind of went on in front of hundreds of, of other people, of other parents and so on and so forth. Um, let me mind you, Jay, let me, this took place in March, 2022, mm-hmm. 2022, that's 18 months. 18 months that this took place and it wasn't addressed and there was no apology to the family. Um, And so this 
footage, only reason why we're hearing about this now is because earlier this month, the footage went viral, right? And so you have people like Simone Biles and um, what's her name? Uh, Jordan Childs, who's the other um, USA gymnast. Um, who went public with some measures of support and they raised issue with it and they took exception to it. Um, and, and, you know, they brought support for the girl and condemned the acts and things. So that's the only reason why we saw it. It took well over a year for, and after millions of people internationally to kind of make an issue because they were so disgusted by the incident for the family to be even issued apologies. So like, this this is just this is beyond beyond words, bro. I mean, listen, this is it's clear, right? It's blatant. You look in the video, you can look at all kinds of angles. It appears that the woman was stopping in front of every child, giving them the medal, and then allowing people to kind of applaud, right? So there's no mistake made, right? She clearly skipped the the young girl, right? Um, and it was blatant, right? But this is a case of social media winning again in terms of holding people who are, you know, racist, you know, um, have bigoted views accountable on a public stage, right? Now, unfortunately, you know, they, they, they apologized publicly because they were shamed publicly by just about every news organization, you know, in America and internationally. Um, but you ask me, it's not really going to make a difference, right? Because they acknowledged wrongdoing without acknowledge <laughs> without acknowledging the act, right? So they're still saying that the judge did it accidentally, right? Um, and they're and they're doing the dog and pony show as condemning racism and meeting with a nonprofit sport against racism, but it wasn't about racism. But that's what they're doing. But it wasn't about racism. She just skipped her. Right. So, again, they're doing the old, you know, uh, throwing a rock, hiding your hand. Right. You know, shaking your hand with one hand, the other one's in your pocket. Right. Because we're so stupid that you're going to give money to nonprofits to fight racism. You're going to condemn racism. But it wasn't a racist act and it had nothing to do with the young girl's race. Right. But her mother doesn't feel that way. <laughs> you know, um, so, again. I would just say, you know, social media wins again. We've seen this several times before. We saw it with the guy who was bird watching in the park that has his own show now, right? And time and time again, these are instances where the parents will probably be dismissed because they're up against a system, right? That's going to say, no, 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 we would never do that. We treat all the kids fairly. Um, and there's no recourse usually. So social media, the power of that phone, you know, makes a little person like me or you as as powerful at times as corporations like McDonald's, right? And Ford and whatever, uh, you know, this company was, right? Because we put you on blast, the public shame creates the pressure for the accountability. It was just so... I was just so dumbfounded by the fact that they really tried to say that it wasn't intentional. Right. They they're handing out participation medals, which means everybody up there gets a medal. Right. It's not like we're doing gold, silver, bronze, right? Like everyone up there dressed in a leotard has participated. So there's no 
There's no wiggle room. There's no beyond a shadow of that. Oh, it wasn't intentional. I don't know. Like, what other reason could there be that you not gave this person a medal? Because everyone, <laughs> everybody gets it. Everyone that showed up gets a medal. And then it, the whole sheer fact that, of course, that this is like a personification of institutional racism for the reason that, like, the, uh, what is it? I think they were the... Um, Gymnastics Ireland, right? That's like the governing body, right? The fact that they're sporting and um, political authorities didn't even speak out originally, right? They right. didn't even say anything. That sends dimension and, and that's, you know, an indicator that you, we're okay with this and this is going to continue on. And even like the PR person, whoever's handling this, right? Didn't make it any worse. It was very cavalier, very kind of laissez-faire, right? Because initially, <laughs> even say that they were going to like, oh, well, we're going to address the issues or the elements of racism, and this is going to never happen again, right? Never, never said that. It wasn't even like they were making an effort. It was right. just like very kind of like half-assed apology. Um, and again, it was just like very just like, oh, well, they said that they, we, we thought this was a member-to-member com- complaint. And so they we only really became aware that the family wanted a public apology, right? That's that's what they released. You see but they're mean? still, again, playing the games, right? They would like to meet with the nonprofit Sport Against Racism Ireland to learn how their procedures can be improved, right? The, what, what about procedurally needs to be improved, right? So, again, meeting with this organization, condemning racism, it's about as insulting as the as the NFL painting in end racism in the end zone, right? In response to Colin Kaepernick's complaints, that's what that 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 was their response. I know they paid him off. That's a whole nother conversation. But in terms of the response to people's complaints about the conditions, right? The the their response was to paint in racism in the end zone, right? So this is this is how they respond to to us in this particular instance to shut us up, right? We're going to talk to uh, this nonprofit about how we can improve the procedures. We'll give them a big check, 10 grand, you know, and then we're going to move on. Yeah, nothing about how the next child is going to feel safe. We're going to keep this happening. And even not even anything where we're going to meet with the family, right? It's still like, oh, we'll, we'll issue uh, an apology or whatever the case is after the fact, after, again, the pressure has been has been put on. And that's another thing, just one as the as the little girl right like you just you just feel for the little girl because if you let the video kind of play on like she kind of peeks over and she's looking at the rest of her peers receive medals and right. so i don't i don't know this young lady i don't know her exact age but in and around that age right they start to understand the nuance the nuances about the differences of race and the social context that that comes along with Right. And this is where some of that damage and the trauma starts to take place developmentally. And I and also just as a parent, like like Jay, like just as a parent, the most you try to do is protect and support your kid. And then there's the other part of like you becoming frustrated when you see your kid getting taken advantage or treated less than. And I can only imagine what that mother and family members were experiencing at that particular time. Right. I can only just just imagine just the the whole plethora of, of emotions that this parent was was experiencing and then also just you feel for them because it, 
it's probably a sense of helplessness where, again, this is going on for a year and a half with yeah. no progress. And it's that, that sense of like helplessness where you're up against a, a system that has no intention on making any type of changes, correcting the situation or anything of that nature. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's tough, but absolutely this is where social media comes into play. I'm, I'm happy that Simone Biles and Jordan Childs and some of the other individuals that have been through similar fights in this, right? Because I can only imagine what they've experienced kind of being, again, in the minority in regards to ethnicity in a predominantly white sport, right? So I can only imagine what Simone and, and company have experienced. So I'm happy that it came across her and she was able to, you know, bring light to it. Um, but this yeah, is just bro. It's tough, man, when you see things like that, especially when it's involving the children. Um, Agreed. Uh, on to um, also types of shenanigans that are being done by a, a different population of people. So, Jay, over to over the summer, um, you know, there, there was a lot of uh, unruly behavior, unruly criminal behavior that, that was taking place. Flash mob. Flash mobs. Black mob. Appear to be back in session. They, they, you know what I mean? They're, they're trending again. And for all the wrong reasons. All right. So it looks like um, over the course of the summer and about a few weeks ago, you had just varieties of flash mobs where they were hitting department stores. They were hitting designer stores like the Nordstrom's and the Gucci stores and all these different things. And they were coming in and they were ransacking it. So now what now what happened? Because. I thought flash mobs started out. I thought there was an innocent thing. I thought everybody was breaking out, you know, in a dance or something in the park. You know, it's uh, it's uh, what happened? It's evolved. That's that's the best. <laughs> it's evolved into criminal behavior, huh? Criminal behavior. Nice. Yeah, man. It's no longer uh, a, a place where people are, are are coming to communion. They're they're uh, they're doing some un- ungodly things there. Oh, that's crazy, man. It's rough. This thing got really quick. I was looking at an article. They just arrested a man and a woman for a flash mob robbery of a YSL store that cost them 300 grand. Oh, yeah, they're catching catching up to a couple of them. All right, here we go. Yeah, ish. Yeah, that's, that's an event right there, man. It's crazy. That, that is, uh. So I was just looking at another one. They said an estimate that flash mob will reportedly cost California nineteen billion a year. But you know they got luck, a lot of luxury item places. You know, like and they doing those flash mobs. It seems like recently they've all been in high end stores too, mm-hmm. like uh, Macy. Well, you know, I mean Nordstrom, Bloomies. You know. YSL, I, I saw them do one in like the Chanel store, Gucci store. And when they do that, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars coming out at one time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you can get banged for a million like we that. Were saying, 
we're talking about this off off mic. This is not a new concept, right? This is not a new concept as far as flash mobs. We've seen flash mobs, of course, what it used to be years and years ago. But we've seen the trend more recently where I know in Philly, like a few years ago, they were doing flash mobs and it was like of the um like the assault of nature, like where they were just running all through downtown, running up on people, punching them, all kinds of other different things, which was scary in itself. But now it's gone to a point where, I mean, essentially this is like the, um, where they realize, well, hey, we can go someplace and there's that strength in numbers type of situation, right? Right. Where it's going here and essentially snatch and run, right? Essentially we're going to go in a store and they can't catch all of us. We're going to go in here. We're going to snatch as much as possible. And then we're going to be in and out. Simple kind right. of smashing, grab, snatch and run type of situation. Right. And like you said, if we're looking at the numbers, it's working. Right. I don't like to admit it, but I mean, the, the results are the results. And there have only been a few arrests that have been made. Um, but these they're losing money. I mean, you're seeing people run out of these stores with that bags there's all kinds of different accessories all, all types of things and i mean this is this is what it says this is um the de-individuation theory right you have people when there's a surplus of people people are more prone to act in more violent aggressive and sociopathic ways right because their numbers right. and and you have the you're anonymous throughout the whole situation right they got masks on they're running there with hoods nobody can be identified Snatch and grab, so we're absolutely going to steal and act as inappropriate as possible, and they're they're being rewarded for it because they're not getting caught. At least the majority of them are. Exactly, you know. Um, and let and let's be honest, like they organize, so they're organizing on social media. You know, I've seen reports where it's like, you know, once you know, once they figure it out after it's over, it's like they've occupied all the parking spots outside of the st- right outside the store. Right. And what are they and what they're doing is really basic. Right. Because we look at the best of these stores have what one security guard, maybe two. Right. So if you bring 100 people in there, you're going to overwhelm that person. Right. They're not going to be able to secure any goods or anybody. They're probably going to be worried about their own safety. Right. So that's the formula, unfortunately. Um, But I think what you're going to see and people are going to interpret it differently is. It's kind of like, and I know this is probably a bad example, right? But remember back in the day, like, well, at least for me, like you'd be on your way home, you know, you walk a certain way, whatever, and you go into the bodega, they got a sign outside that say, yo, only one person coming at a time. Everybody got to wait outside. Like you got to wait outside. Only one person going at a time, right? Because they know if they let six kids in at a time, some of that candy going to come up missing or chips sometimes, right? And that's not a flash mob, right? But it's the same concept. It's like you can't watch everybody. Um, so I think that what's going to happen is it's going to end up impacting <clears throat> our shopping experience, right? Because um, you're going to go somewhere. I'm going to go somewhere, right? We may be together. It may be four or five of us. And they're going to be like, nah, yeah. you can come in. You got to wait till he's done shopping. And we're going to be very offended because we will have forgot about this by now. But it's going to start affecting the bottom line, right? Because, and you're not going to probably see that in Macy's, but when you're going to see it is, you know, when you save your money up and you go to the YSL store or you save your money up 
you know, and you I know you be in the Gucci store and Fendi store all the time. So when you save your money, when I save my money up and go in there, you know, then then we're gonna we're gonna kind of see that, right? Um, or we could. Um, but again, it's one of these things where, you know, again, I thought it was a fad, but obviously, you know, if it's gotten desired, they're not gonna stop. We know how it works in that if one group sees one Gucci store get broken into or get robbed and you saw everybody come out on top, right? People got Gucci bags, all kinds of different things. Then you, then what's the next group going to see, right? Yeah, yeah. See one group do it. Of course, people see that they saw, okay, desirable consequences because they made out with all the goods. Hey, you know what? Listen, we uh, this there's Nordstrom that's right by the exit of their KOP or whatever the case may be, and they're gonna be like, oh, we're gonna do the same thing. Because they're happening, it's happening all over the US. It's happening in California, happening in New York, it's happening, you know, like they're gonna the same, like you said, the element. And people may not want to hear this, but just as we're putting ourselves into their shoes, right? Like the social collective element is appealing. Right. It's a situation where it's more fun to do wild things like that in a group than by yourself, because I guarantee you some of these folks out there, this is not their first rodeo. Right. This is not their first time stealing. Like we know the majority <laughs> out here. I'm generalized, but, you know, and I know the majority. <laughs> so, this they, so this ain't their first time stealing. Right. right. <laughs> not their first time stealing. They've, they've done other criminal acts before. Right. So they got no problem. Oh, yeah, we about to do this, or we do it on an even larger scale. And it's, yeah. you know, it's more as we're talking about just the behavioral and euphoric aspect. It's more fun to do things in a group than it is by yourself. And exactly. the numbers say, like, you can't catch all of us. It's strength in numbers. So, again, I don't know really what the stores are going to be able to do because even outside of a situation where you one at a time, they had a whole group in there as opposed to them having like a police presence and some of these like the real actual cops, the police. Yeah. I can't know because even if you're putting like the wires and other different, like you saw how they went in there aggressively were pulling stuff. Yo, they're going to pull the whole pole out of there. I mean, oh, let's pole. be honest. If there's one police officer, like what is a po one police officer going to do? You're almost putting him or her in a, in a bad situation, right? Because what are they going to start? arresting and detaining people you got a hundred people if a crowd of a hundred turns on you police officer or not store security or not you should find some cover because gucci and macy's and bloomies is gonna be all right you know what i mean but but if them kids get a hold of your gun or your pepper spray you know what i mean it's it's gonna be a wrap and the least thing you need you gonna have to worry about is going viral so if it was me, you know what I mean? I'm I'm running for cover, bro. No way. Now it definitely turns into self-preservation at that point. Yeah, you're crazy. So we'll see, Jay. Um hopefully, um, you know, they, they get this under control, they make whatever retail adjustments that they need. So you and I's um our, our Christmas experience won't be disrupted. And I don't have to, you know, I don't get racially profiled when I go in there because if they do that. Guess what? I'm, I definitely will be a large, nice little suit. Yeah. <laughs> I make my Christmas real. That's right, man. I'm be right with you, man. I need my slide. You know what I mean? You know, 
But again, this has been another edition of Let's Get Some Perspective. Jay, until next time, always a pleasure, my brother. No doubt, bro. I'm going to talk to you soon, man.